Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Hey, Grumpy. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. How about you? What's going on? Oh, not much. Just glad to be sitting here and chatting with you on this fine day. Yeah, why are you the chosen one to sit here and talk with me? I think because I put up with you. Oh, yeah? I think I can handle you. All right. Well, and we'll see I've how that works out time. five minutes from now. I, I've been here 15 years. <laughs> okay. So Why don't you tell the listeners out there how we met? Because you surprised me. I've totally forgotten the circumstances mm-hmm. of this miraculous encounter. <laughs> okay. In 1997, Steve had a book out called Pass Along Plants. Great book. Great book. I mean, everyone (laughs) must get a copy. So I went to a luncheon and heard Steve and his co-author speak about the book. And I actually got it autographed. But as I was looking at the book last night, 26 years later, I realized that, Bender, you did not sign my book. Well, that's because you didn't give me the $5. Oh, I paid for the thing. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, no, I mean the the signature. I mean, that's how I make... (laughs) This is how I make a living, you know? Okay, well, if it's five bucks, I ain't paying for it. <laughs> but you can sign it today. But actually, I started at Southern Living 15 years ago. I started in Southern Living before you, long time before mm-hmm. you. You're probably the reason that I, for my enormous success. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. I am sure of that. It all goes to you. I have a question for you. I have a white camellia bush that is covered in buds every year, but most of the buds turn brown and fall off and never open. What is wrong with it? It's probably not your fault. That's the last time you'll probably ever hear me say this, but it's (laughs) probably not your fault. Uh, When a camellia forms lots of flower buds, basically it's a happy plant until all of a sudden the buds fall off and you feel terrible about it. And this is usually because of the weather. If it's full of buds and then all of a sudden it doesn't rain for four weeks and it dries out, it may drop those buds. Probably the most common cause of this is it's full of buds, they're swelling, they're just about ready to open, and then you get a freeze. Freezes the buds, they all die and they fall off, and you're very unhappy. And there's nothing you can do about it. So don't worry. Just wait until next year. It's only 365 days, right? Even covering it with a sheet if there's a freeze or something? (laughs) I feel like every time I see that, it's like Charlie Brown, you know, walking around on Halloween. No, a sheet will not help. It's not that much insulation. And it looks really goofy and all your neighbors laugh at you. And so (laughs) don't shroud your plants. It's just not worth your time. 
Okie dokie. I will no longer do that. Okay. I hope not because it's very embarrassing and people (laughs) ask me about you and I have to deny all knowledge. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces. And you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Hey, Grumpy. Hi. What is the plant of the week this week that all your fans are asking questions about? Well, one of the most popular introductions we've ever had in the gardening world, probably in the last decade or so, are these things called encore azaleas. And encore azaleas are different because unlike the regular evergreen azaleas that only bloom in the spring, encore azaleas bloom in the spring and then they follow it up with a big bloom in the fall and sporadic blooms throughout the summer. So you're really getting much more bang for your buck, and people love that. They're widely available. They come in lots of different colors. You can get them in pink and red and white and lavender and orange and purple. One thing I like about them is that they're not the old-fashioned kind that get as big as a house and, you know, eat up your whole porch so you can still see out the windows These things come in about two different kinds. One grows about two to three feet tall and wide, and the others grow about three to four feet tall and wide. But they're not going to get so big they're going to be a problem. Also, the older azaleas we had grew best in light shade or shade, which limits where you could put them. But Encore azaleas love the sun. They actually bloom better in sun than they do in light shade. So if you're going to use them around your garden or around the house, and it's a sunny spot, feel free just to put them out there. The more sun they get, the better they bloom. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yes. And uh, a lot of people like the fact that they just get more blooms throughout the year. They're widely available. It seems like Encore Azaleas haven't been around many, many years. How long have they been around? Do you know? I couldn't tell you the exact number of years, but uh, I would say... They've really become popular over the last decade. They were hybrids that were created basically down in South Alabama, and they did some breeding work. And one of the azaleas that's a parent of the Encore comes from um, Asia, where they have a very warm climate, and it's very similar to what it is in the South. So they grow very well here, and that's the reason why they take full sun, because that's how they normally grew back in their uh, native country. What kind of soil and how often do you have to water them? Soil, you should have loose soil. It should be acid. And by that, I mean the pH should be below seven. You can get a soil test if you need to uh, make that certain. But it needs to be acid soil somewhere around a pH of about six or so. Because if it's alkaline, which is above seven, I'm getting too technical here. The leaves will start turning yellow. 
So if you have any questions about that, you can get soil test kits. Tells you what kind of soil you have. As far as soil goes, it needs to be well-drained so it doesn't stay soggy and wet for a long time or a little rot. And it's good to get a lot of organic matter in there to kind of loosen up the soil. That's especially important if you have a heavy clay soil. Don't plant azaleas in heavy clay uh, because heavy clay, the water won't penetrate into the soil and the plants won't grow well. Where do you get a soil testing kit? You can buy really simple soil testing kits at garden centers and home centers. The thing about that is it's basically only going to tell you the pH of your soil. It's going to be a strip that's either going to go blue or pink or something like that, you know. (laughs) That's basically all it's going to tell you. Now, you can get a good thorough soil test kit, usually from your cooperative extension service, and you take soil samples from around your garden, you mix it into this little box, and you drop it off at the Cooperative Extension office. They have lots of those in each county. And they'll take it back to a lab and analyze it. And they'll tell you all the different percentages of minerals that are in your soil. And you can say, I'm trying to grow azaleas. And they will give you a recommendation for what to do about specific plants. It also works if, let's say, you'd want to grow tomatoes. Just saying, I really want to grow tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers. They'll look at your soil. They'll say, okay, you're low in this nutrient. You're right on in this one, and you're a little high in this one. And they'll give you a recommendation of how to adjust your soil, either using fertilizers or uh, soil amendments. Okay. So that's what I would do. That's, that's going to give you the best, most detailed story of your garden. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, Dave. You are welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, That would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask Grumpy.